What's really unique about millennials also is the way that we've been educated. So we've been graded whilst we're at school or at university um, on teamwork and collaboration. So I've definitely been part of that. And then if you take a millennial who excels in collaborating um, and putting them on a desk and telling them to do tasks and not collaborate, um, they're not used to it and it's just going to hinder their growth because they're not used to performing in a way which is just individual based. Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Zero to One, a show where we talk about sales and sales culture with sales leaders from around the SaaS world. Today our guest on the show is Nazma Kerba, Chief Revenue Officer at Cognizm. Welcome Nazma and thanks for being our guest today. Thank you Jonathan, good to be here. Um, so, uh, a quick word about yourself. You were employee number one at Cognizm, which you joined three years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's correct. And uh, so, could you tell us a little bit about the sales culture that you've established there and what makes it unique? So, what makes our sales culture unique is that we have very like-minded individuals in the team. And so um, we like to hire people that are ambition, ambitious, um, very driven, um, and yet different because we don't want to hire the same people. Um, so we do have people that have different values or have different backgrounds, and yet we collaborate and work together because we have the same common goals and ambitions. Well, it's often said that culture comes down in a large part to who you hire and who you promote. Um, so could you tell us a little bit about uh, your process for those two things at Cognizant? Okay, so who we hire and who we promote. Um, so um, if you're you know, familiar with LinkedIn and um, like social media, you, um, uh, we, we talk um, very openly and proudly about how we invest in millennials. So um, we do believe that there's a lot of stigma attached um, to millennials and um, I, I believe that as a business like we've invested predominantly in graduates giving them the opportunity and mentoring and training them into great sales individuals and then promoting them so what's unique about our sales culture is that it's complete organic growth so every single person in the sales team whether it's the sales director or a senior business development manager started off as an SDR as I did and um, so I think that's definitely something that makes us unique um, and our culture is all around bringing in graduates or people that have had maybe one or two years of experience, training them our way and then promoting them. And that really does help build trust. So the individuals that we have, you have a 98% retention rate and stay with us because they trust that we will put them before external hires and we will um, coach and invest in their development. Amazing. Um, and so obviously one of the challenges of hiring a young sales force is that you don't have as much of a track record that you can uh, assess candidates on. Uh, so I guess in a large part, your process must revolve around finding the right culture fit with the candidate. What I found when I first started was I make a lot of mistakes and I failed, but I failed very fast. And so I was able to learn from my mistakes because if I did hire somebody and they didn't work out, I knew that there were things that maybe there were alarm bells that were raised during the interview process that I ignored because, you know, I had a headcount and I maybe liked this person. And I, I, I think that definitely helped as I evolved in my role. I then understood that actually, first of all, 
I need to have other people in the team involved in the, in the hiring process. If I have any doubts, then I need to walk away and not make that decision because 100% of the time when I thought that this, that I, I had a doubt, I, I was right. Um, and, and the culture fit, I guess, as we've go, grown and evolved, and we haven't stopped having multiple people in the hiring process. So even now, if we have, if we're hiring a graduate that comes in, they get to spend time with the team and certain individuals and, and, and to ensure that we align with the culture. So it's all about collaborating and just involving the others um, so that you, you feel assured about your decision. You, you mentioned earlier that Cognizant's workforce was mainly millennials. Uh, what sort of challenge does that bring on? Is it really that different? Yeah, it's completely, it's completely different. Um, and there's a few reasons for that. Um, and I'm very fortunate to be close to being a millennial myself. And I think for millennials, they really need clear progression. They need to understand what they're doing is going to lead them to um, lead them somewhere. Um, and it just needs to be clear. And I think if you're hiring somebody and you're not giving them a progression or not getting, or, or not, and they don't understand exactly what they need to do, they will leave because they just don't feel like they're going anywhere. What's really unique about millennials also is the way that we've been educated. So we've been graded whilst we're at school or at university um, on teamwork and collaboration. So I've definitely been part of that. And then if you take a millennial who excels in collaborating um, and putting them on a desk and telling them to do tasks and not collaborate, um, they're not used to it and it's just going to hinder their growth because they're not used to performing in a way which is just individual based and I think that's something that we've seen and it's not just in ourselves it's with all of the other functions in in the business we are a very collaborative business and um, so it's the perfect environment for millennial to strive in and I think that if you do have somebody who comes from another generation they'll probably struggle and to work so closely and to have so many different um, sessions on collaboration because it's not something that they're comfortable with. So it's, it's, it's about having an environment that, that they're comfortable in. Right, and one thing that you had touched on previously was uh, the notion of rules of engagement and how when it comes to a younger sales force, uh, those rules of engagement are, it's important that they be built together. I'm, I'm huge on involving everyone, even when, you know, before I came onto this call, and um, it's really difficult for me to describe and look from the outwards exactly what makes us unique. So I was like, guys, I have a call in 10 minutes, I have an interview. What, what makes us unique? And it was actually the team that started talking to me and telling me about all the things that they feel are unique, because I'm actually so far from it. It's very difficult to see outside or you, know, you know what really works but when you have people that have been in the role for three months who are SDRs and the CRO is asking them I mean that's inclusion um, and that's something that we do again and again so including everybody in in the decisions and thoughts and you don't know you know how much value one individual can add because they have a very different perspective to, to the perspective that I have and I think that's definitely helped you know, drive uh, our exponential growth over the last few years like having that um, the freedom, uh, having that voice. 
And uh, so what are some concrete examples of how that culture transpires in your team's day-to-day -day work? Okay, so to answer that question, I think the best way of describing like how that impacts someone's day-to-day -day is I love waking up in the morning and coming to work. If I had a choice to work from home, I wouldn't. And when I discussed, when I was discussing this with the team, um, you know, about how it could, how things, you know, would, how things affect, I mean, that everyone feels the same way. They love coming to work, I hope, or they're just saying it to me for the sake of it. But I think it impacts your performance because you're high performance, you feel you're included. Um, in you're included in all the decisions you're dr driven because you know that you're valued which is incredibly important and um, so the team are valued they're driven because they understand where they're going because they have cl clear goals um, and they love the people that they work with so they're driven because everything that they're going to be doing is there's going to be a direct direct output um, and how that culture isn't necessary yes it impacts AJ work it ensures that there's a, a a culture for performance because everybody is like-minded everyone is performing um because there's a standard and you know and everyone's here to help you and i think that this is also translated um in how the team interact outside of their working hours so nine to five is your standard eight hours a day that's a long time to be spending with people but if you're building a culture and you're loving and enjoying the work that you do um, and you have similar roles and you have similar challenges and, you, and you're still willing to spend time on weekends um, in, in the mornings then I mean that's you know that's something special uh, I feel and sometimes I walk in and I'm an early bird and sometimes I get in at 8am and that's fairly late and half the team is already here so they want to get into work they want to be the first ones on the phone and if I'm here at seven o'clock I'd say half the team are still here um, and whether that is just to hang out with each other or actually just on the phones. Yeah, everyone wants to be here and yeah, they want to succeed. I had a quick question for you regarding uh, video and specifically how it fit in your sales process at Cognizant. We love video at Cognizant and I think which ties are very nicely to the culture that we have. So we have young graduates or we have very young professionals that are very tech savvy so um, they love social media which has really helped us with our branding because they're always posting things on linkedin and facebook um, so video is great because it's definitely helped with prospecting so we're a very uh, we're an outbound um very heavy outbound sales engine and so um i also give room for creativity and when i say creativity I mean, they, they have room to experiment as long as they're getting the output. And so video has been helpful because it's part of some of our cadences where you can send a quick 30 second video and interact with prospects. So it helps with the beginning of the pipeline um, to help engage with those that you can't because perhaps those people aren't, recept aren't receptive on LinkedIn or emails on phones. So it's a nice and like good new channel. Um, and it's also helped throughout the sales process when we're trying to engage with people that um, aren't readily available. So we have a platform, an outbound like lead generation prospecting um, platform. And in order for us to demonstrate the value, we need to show it um, over screen share. And so it's fundamental. It's a fundamental part of our process. Without that, um, yeah, it wouldn't. Um, 
yeah, we wouldn't be where we are without that. So it helps with prospecting. It helps with the demonstrations, but then it also helps with closing. So now that we're evolving into almost like the enterprise space, um, we're sending video recordings of demos. So if we're doing a demo specifically with one individual and we know that there's somebody else who's a DM that we can't get hold of because they're in a different time zone, we can just send the recording over. So yeah, it's, it's, it's crucial. So one final question. Uh, Cognizant being a tool for salespeople, uh, obviously selling to other salespeople is uh, a lot of fun, but it's also quite challenging. I was wondering if you had any bits of advice for sales teams like Cognizant or like Bonjour who sell to other sales reps. Um, that's a really good question um, because it was definitely something that was daunting to me as a sales professional going into a role where I'm selling to other salespeople, I, the first thought that popped into my mind was, oh my God, I'm going to have to really up my game because I'm going to be pitching to people, they're going to be judging me, um, they are going to judge every single part of the process and I just need to be perfect. So the first barrier that you need to remove is the barriers that you create in your mind with this still human. So you need to go in with that um, with the thought process that, or with the understanding that this person is just a salesperson and you're trying to add value. Um, the second is a strong discovery um, because then you'll be respected because the sales individual will know that you're actually just trying to determine whether you can help them. So I'd say having really strong discovery and then the third is just don't bullshit. Um, as salespeople, we, we, we just, we smell it um, a mile off and so will your prospect. So always be honest, um, be honest about the flaws and be honest about the things that your product or your services lack if need be, um, because you'll be respected. And if that is not the right time for that sales professional to actually move forward with the opportunity, when the timing is right, and perhaps when your product has evolved, and they wouldn't hesitate to reconnect with you. So just be honest. Nazma, thanks a million for being on the show and giving us a peek into you and your team's work at Cognizm. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This was fun. And to our listeners, thanks for tuning in. If you want more Zero to One, you can head over to bonjour.io slash show. Uh, if you like the show, you can subscribe, share with your friends, and give us a thumbs up. See you soon.